Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. There is a big need for organizations to shift focus from developing individuals to enabling networks and relationships between employees. In this HR Chat interview, John Ingham shares the why and the how of developing strategic approaches to people, management, and organizational effectiveness. John is an independent consultant, trainer, keynote speaker, and analyst. He specializes in helping companies apply academic research, new technology, and innovation to the way they generate competitive advantage through their people, offering support across the full breadth of people management and organization development, he responds to the increasingly profound transformations underway in the wonderful world of work. John is frequently listed as a key influencer in HR and is celebrated by HR Most Influential 2019 as a mover and shaker in the field of people strategy. He's also an HR executive top HR tech influencer for 2019 and recognized in Sage's top 100 global business influencers and engaged in his top 100 HR influencers of 2018. John, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks very much, Bill. Uh, wonderful to be on. And thank you so much for that introduction. That was wonderful. Uh, I'll have to make sure I listen to this episode so I can write all that down. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, we have got HR and, uh, and organizational management royalty with us today. Um, <laughs> and um, I've, I've been I've been aware of and I, I even had a brief couple of little chats with John uh, many, many years ago. Uh, when I was when I was at hrreview.co.uk, check those guys out. Um, anyway, John, let's jump straight into the questions today. Uh, firstly, let's talk a little bit about some of the lessons from from your book, the the social organisation. Can, can you begin by explaining what you mean by social organisation? Look, the book does three things. Um, so I talk a lot about strategic HR. Uh, which I define in a different way to how most people talk about it. Um, so yeah, for me, strategic HR is uh, investing in our people so that our people can uh, create more value for their organizations. Uh, to me, it's about focusing on people, not focusing on business. When we focus on business, that's when HR becomes a support function. It's by focusing on people that we make the difference. So I talk about that. Um, it then focuses on social capital. My first book was around human capital, Managing for Human Capital, HCM. Um, so this sort of extends that and moves on to, uh, to, to social capital instead. And then thirdly, yes, it talks a lot about organization design so in a sense i mean i've never <laughs> i've never really sort of seen it as this but in a sense you could say the social organization is organizing strategically to create to enable people to create value for the business something like that why john should employees be supported to create social capital i mean it seems like a pretty straightforward question but what why is it so important to the company that that one's career is about developing connections, relationships, and conversations. And, and what are the challenges to, to doing this now? Because so many of us are either full-time or part-time working remotely. Individual social capital is important because we exist in networks. Um, an increasing amount of evidence suggests that we are successful when we work with and through other people. We support other people. We enable people to support us. Um, that, that, that is effectiveness in today's world. Uh, if we try to be independent uh, and, and focus on our own agendas and not interface with other people, uh, it's much harder to be successful in today's world. 
however, I will say that's not quite what I mean. So, so where I talk about social capital in the book, I do focus on organizational social capital, which, which is similar. I mean, in, in a sense, organizational social capital is the sum of the, the social capital of the individuals in the organization. But it is, it, it's, it's more than that as well. It, it, it is about uh, ensuring that across the organization, you've got the right connections, relationships, and conversations taking place between the people. So from the organization piece that I was talking about as an example, you can think about connections being uh, centralized, decentralized, or distributed. And, uh, and, and, and in a sense, organizations need all of those. Um, but particularly at the moment where things like innovation and the ability to manage change and so on are so key, and are really gonna make the difference between organizations getting out of the pandemic and not, uh, it's those distributed types of connections which are, uh, are, are, are most important. So actually, although this answer is about um, sort of organizational social capital rather than individual, the thing about remote working is that although a lot of people call remote working distributed working, to me it's not. You know, we're we're um, uh, we're, we're we're working in a distributed way geographically, but we're not distributed organizationally, and we probably need to be. You know, we need to create more opportunities across our organizations for people to interface with people that they're not working with directly. And actually, it's even more important now than it's ever been because people aren't bumping into each other walking up and down the corridor anymore. You know, so we need to create those new uh, serendipitous connections, which we're not getting in the physical workplace. Okay, thank you. And I'm, I'm guessing now more than ever, by the way, I, I've been to various people analytics conferences and whatnot, where they talk about uh, using different technologies to, to find that uh, unique and unexpected conduit, that, that person that connects to. Um, I, I bet HR tech like that is, uh, is um, pretty important right now for organizations, right, to understand who those people out there are who are working remotely at the moment, who can connect Dave from X department with Sally from, from Y department. Yes. So, well, I mean, all of the people technologies are important. So HR, well, so we should be talking to property and facilities management about how, as people go back to the office, we, we create those creative collisions in the corridors, but we need to be working with IT and digital to ensure people are using, you know, the whole range of digital tools effectively. So, um, you know, the, the, the uptake of, of, of Microsoft Teams in particular has been huge during the last couple of months, which is great. But again, we need to work with IT to ensure people are using Yammer, which is, you know, one of the tools that people get those distributed connections with. Um, we need to be understanding that, analyzing it. So, you know, there's a lot of technologies that enable us to draw uh, organizational network analyses across the organization. You know, they're really key. Um, and, and, and just, you know, all of the other technologies that could help people um, connect and relate together. Um, but the, the big question for me at the moment is, you know, although people are starting to return to the office, if we're separated by, you know, one meter, two meter, we, we, we can't fill all the desks, how, how much of that um, sort of physical social connection that we used to get in the workplace can we re-establish and we know that we don't really do that very well on Zoom and Microsoft Teams and so on so the, the key thing that I think HR should be thinking about is how do we enable people to form those close trust-based relationships 
uh, where people aren't, aren't meeting in the way that they're used to. And, 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 and there's opportunities to, to, to use sort of physical um, distance workplace working to do that and digital working. Um, but but we, we need to put that forward because um, at the moment we're doing okay, but we're, we're using the social relationships that have developed over time and they're, they're going to start to uh, deteriorate. So we, we, we need to be focusing on connection. Okay, so you explained in your book that creating a social organisation requires a strategic people-centric approach to organisation development. What, what, what steps should leaders take to get the best possible chance of aligning functions such as recruitment, HR learning, internal comms, community management, and the use of digital technologies? Okay, so um, a, a, a key part of being more strategic for me is aligning what we do uh, with what the business requires. Um, one of the, the distinctions I make is it's not just supporting the business, it's not just aligning HR to the business, we should be informing what the business can do as well. So it's a two-way relationship. We, we, we support, but we also enable the business by aligning the outcomes that we're trying to create, like human and social capital, with the business needs. And then we align the activities we're undertaking you know, the ones that you were talking about, the recruitment, learning, communications, and so on, uh, with those outcomes. And then we can start aligning the work of all the various functions with those activities, and then the outcomes, and then the business impacts. So it's it's creating that chain of, 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 of sort of cause and effect. And by the way, from an analytics perspective, that's really useful, because that helps us do descriptive analytics, because basically, analytics is then simply testing the conceptual relationships that we have sort of thought through exist. Uh, I will add one more thing to that, however, which is, um, in, in a set, it, 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 we're starting at the wrong point by asking that question. So if we really want to align all these different disciplines with uh, sort of broader organization development and strategic effectiveness, uh, we've lost the plot when we begin with functions. You know, recruitment, HR, learning, internal communications and so on shouldn't be functions. We should be, um, well, we should be networks. Um, so, um, so a couple of years ago, I wrote uh, an article together with Dave Ulrich called Building Better HR Departments about the future of HR, uh, which is my real claim to fame, by the way. Um, and uh, it was a great article, apart from we made the mistake of, 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 the, of the title of the article, you know, Building Better HR Departments. It was just stupid. Uh, the future of HR isn't to be a department. It's not to be a function. It's to be a network. Uh, so one of the things that people... Uh, might find on my LinkedIn profile, or, or perhaps I can send you the, 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 the link and you can put that in the show notes as well. Uh, I talk about the melded network HR model, which is the, for me, the, the, the next archetype for the HR organization. And the way we really get alignment between all these different disciplines is we become different parts of a distributed network. Um, which is which is probably too too um, a little bit too complicated to to explain in the next few seconds, but um, uh, that that is my best answer to the question. And it's a fantastic answer, John. Thank you very much. Um, listen, a shameless plug now for for another episode that I recently recorded with with Dave Ulrich. Uh, it's episode one seven six called "Getting Through the COVID nineteen Crisis with Greater Resilience." and new skills please do check it out every download helps um okay uh, continuing on then john um tell me how can how can hr play a role in, in keeping employees aligned 
when they are not physically working together and or have, have other stresses at the moment. This is the big thing, right? They, they have other things going on in their life right now. Um, they, they, like a lot of them are, are caring for their kids because school's not necessarily reopened for their year group or um, perhaps they have a partner out of work and and all the the, the, men, the mental stresses that, that, that go to that with that and, and, the, and the anxieties how how on earth can can hr professionals uh, the hr department if i dare say that after what you just said a moment <laughs> ago um how, how can they play a role in in in, in aligning employees and and keeping a sense of a, of a company culture well it is the key question i agree uh, but in a sense, it is the easiest question you've asked me to answer uh, because we, we, we need to carry on doing what we're doing. You know, this is HR's moment and we're doing fantastically. Um, most HR departments are, are, again, it's that thing about that two-way relationship. We are leading this change. We are leading our organisations. We are on the front line. We are the people who's making it happen. Um, we're doing superbly well uh, and we're doing it by being human. Um, you know, by connecting at a, 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 a very people-centric level. Um, and the key thing for me, other than just carrying on with that, is, 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 is to ensure we carry that, that, that perspective forward. Um, we, you know, we, we, we've shown how being more people-centric benefits the business. And that benefits not just in the pandemic, but leading out of the pandemic and, 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 and beyond it as well. So we, we, we need to push and make the case for keeping this perspective and, and, and keeping things like well-being at the fore of our agenda, even when it's not you know, the, the, the primary, most urgent thing for the business to focus on. Um, uh, yeah, and, and just, you know, keeping keeping business human that that that's um that that's that's key now and oh sorry just one more thing um we need to manage the tra transactional operational issues which are engaged in at the moment but we mustn't forget about being strategic we've we've got to keep all of those digital transformation programs and everything else that we've been doing going um and, 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 and we need to use the opportunity to inject more people centricity in them from the learning of, of of what we've been doing over the last few months let's uh switch focus now john and talk uh, a little bit about another area that that you enjoy educating people on um and that that's um the use of social media and and how one can employ that in the right ways and maybe even the wrong ways sometimes Did, okay so it's 2020 okay okay we live in the future we're 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 what like five years past back to the future too now we're, we're way into the future um I, I i would hope that a lot of people get social media they understand facebook etc etc um but do, do you think that hr pros in 2020 take enough of an interest in social media are they using it correctly to promote the brand of, of their employer to to be a brand advocate to to bring to bring um, communities of employees together or are, are there still lessons to be learned the the thing that springs to mind is that i think if, if people haven't got to grips with social media now, we've probably missed the boat. Um, you know, there are, there are still a lot of organisations that haven't got hold of this technology in the way that they should have. Um, but, you know, there, 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 were, there were more limited opportunities for HR to make the difference in this area now, I think. 
Um, so, you know, if you're if you're on top of social media, keep it going. It's really important. It's really useful. Uh, if you're not, then either your organization's using it or or not. But there are there are bigger things to focus on at the moment, I think. Um, go for the new digital technologies. Yeah, that's where HR can make the biggest difference. Um, so the, the type of technologies that we've already been talking about. Um, the, the the digital workplace, you know, which includes some of those sort of enterprise social networks and Yammer and Team Chat and all of those sort of things, uh, but lots of other opportunities as well. Whether we go back to the office short term or not, you know, the ensuring that people have an effective digital workplace that enables them to do their work is a really significant enabler for individual productivity. Um, and again, we should be talking and working with digital and IT to make sure that happens. Um, and we should be paying attention to, you know, all of the technologies coming towards us. Um, virtual reality, for example. You know, I was asking before about, um, uh, you know, how are we going to enable people to relate in the way we used to in the physical workplace if the digital tools don't let us do that? And if we can't connect in the workplace in the way that we used to in the past, you know, virtual reality provides uh, some interesting opportunities, I think. Uh, that, you know, so I, if I was an HR, if I was an HR director today, you know, I'd be really, really interested in the things coming towards us, you know, not the things which, you know, I, I should have been focusing on 10 years ago. So before we do wrap things up for today, how can our listeners connect with you? How can they maybe get a copy of your book? Um, are you are you open to doing any um, speaking spots on on uh, webinars at the moment? But while while locked on and and the, the effects of COVID continue, um, how can companies also learn about maybe bringing you into their organisation to learn from you? Oh blimey, I should have written all that down too. Um, <laughs> uh, um, well. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm up for all of that. Um, uh, well, you, people can find me fairly easily. I, I do make it my business to be re relatively easily found. Uh, please remember that my name, John Ingham, the, the John is just J-O-N without the H. Uh, and as long as you search for John Ingham, you know, I'm John Ingham on LinkedIn. I'm John Ingham on Twitter. Uh, I'm at johningham.com, all of those sort of places. Uh, the book, The Social Organization, uh, you know, Amazon, wherever you want to go, uh, you should find that. Um, it is a good book. I mean, again, you know, I, I, um, uh, I, I, I'll have to practice uh, talking about what the social organisation is because I, I, I didn't answer that question very well. But the, the, but the book is a, it's, it's a great book and it's really important. Uh, I did write it two years ago, but it's more important today than it was then. Uh, you know, we have this huge opportunity to capture the way people are using digital tools to become a more distributed organization, to enable connection across the workforce. Um, and, and we should be moving ahead with that. Um, and yes, look, I mean, I'm, 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 I, you know, I, I, I love playing a role in helping HR move forward, become more strategic, improve our contribution, have more impact on the organization. Um, and I, you know, I love having conversations around that. And I do believe in the the power of social connection. Um, so, you know, Bill, when you approached me a couple of years ago, I know a couple of a couple of days ago, and I know you were saying you didn't think I'd respond positively because I'm such a superstar. But of course, that's before you mentioned what a superstar you are, just having interviewed Dave Ulrich. Uh, um, but, um, you know, I love having conversations with people. So, uh, you know, anybody who's listened to the chat uh, and has been provoked or interested or challenged or 
whatever it may be about anything I've said, yeah, if you want a conversation, particularly, you know, if you want me to do a webinar or a podcast or, you know, you want me to talk within your organization or, or you know, get involved in helping you become a social organization. And, and by then I'll have defined what that means a little bit better. <laughs> uh, I'd love to do so. Please get in touch. It'd be, it'd be wonderful to hear from you. Brilliant. Well, um, that just leaves me to say today, John, I'd love to get you back on again. I feel like there's a lot more we could talk about. So uh, let, let's take that offline. But I'm, I'm definitely going to try and entice you to come back. But for now, John Ingham, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you so much, Bill. And listeners, until next time, stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.